Welcome to episode 26 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Boglen. This week we've got a new champion. We've got a, a former champion out of a fight. We've got an unsuspecting person getting a title shot. <laughs> and a champion inks a long-term deal. Yeah, some good news this week. Some very good news. Uh, Dave, how you doing? You know, I got a an ejection. And I'm going to get into that later because yeah. it kind of coincides with the story that we in, got. Yeah. And uh, I feel like a million bucks today, man. That's, That's good. great. It's good to hear. It's a good day. It's a good day. It was a good weekend. Um, exciting fights this past weekend. Yeah, good it was card. A wonderful pay per view. I was I was glad that we you know stayed up and watch it. Um, and, and some outstanding results. Yeah. Oh man, it was a good, very good night of fights Saturday night. And uh, screw it, let's get right into it, man. <laughs> so uh, Saturday night. UFC 198, Fabricio Verdum was defending his heavyweight championship. Took all of about uh, 2 minutes and 45 seconds for us to crown a new champion. Cleveland, you finally have a champion. Yes, yeah, a Croatian Cleveland guy. You finally have your champion. As uh, Stipe Miocic gets himself the performance of the night, KOs Fabricio Verdum in the first first round. I, I don't know what Fabrizio was doing. Yeah. I, let me first before we even get into it. We both, I mean, congratulations to Stepe. Absolutely. Both, both said on the show, you know, in our hearts, we wanted Stepe to win. Yeah. But uh, you know, the, the the odds, everything kind of just pointed toward Fabrizio. The smart pick was Fabrizio. He, it, he it was really a monster. Was. Yeah. I don't know what in the hell strategy he had going into that fight, chasing Stepe around the cage. Yeah, I don't know either. Standing up top with him, um, not. Not, he was chasing his head, not his leg. He should have been going low, trying to utilize some takedowns, yeah, get him off something. his feet. Um, but trying to walk and strike with a counter striker made no sense. No. I don't get it. No, do not chase the counter striker. You played right into his hands, and he ate it and yeah. went to sleep. Three back steps and a perfectly laid right hand. Yep. And he fell flat on his face. Flat. Yeah, he was unconscious. He was out, done, and a new heavyweight champion was crowned. Yeah, it. I mean, there was a lot of quick fights uh, on this card. I yeah, mean, <laughs> th- this was one of the faster paced cards that we had had. I mean, yeah, we lost a fight. We lost the Anderson and, and uh, oh god, damn. yeah, Uriah yeah. Hall. Thank right. you, God. But the last. Three three fights of the night were all round one, one finishes. finishes. Yeah, I know? mean this this fight got like quick. done by by like twelve thirty, right? Which normally they're just getting into the main event starting at twelve thirty exactly. one o'clock. So I mean Jones Cormier, we were watching the clock. It was about twelve forty something when Bruce Buffer finally made the call. So. Yeah, yeah, this was a quick night, but it was a lot of exciting, a lot of exciting finishes. Fights. And this this one in particular was was gratifying to us because you know I, I, we put our we would have put our money on Verdun, mm-hmm. but our hearts were steepy. Absolutely. So it made you know, it was it was gratifying to see him get that. I really wanted him to get that before he tires. He's not going to be around. No, forever, he's, he's you know. not a young cat. Right. He's you know he's got some miles on him. He's got some age on him. So I would have, like I said last week, I wanted to see him get that belt and get one or two or three title defenses in before right. it's over. Uh, if not more, I mean you know you never know, but. I was really glad to see him finally get there. Oh, yeah. When he connected that right hand, we were all sitting there talking, and all of a sudden I just screamed out, holy shit! <laughs> like, I knew as soon as he connected, I was like, holy shit, he's done. We got I, a new champ. I was, I was sitting there, the, the match just started, 
and Everett had walked out to the bathroom or something, and he was in the bathroom when it happened. Of course he was. was. And, and, of course he was. And, and his brother David Ponce and I was sitting, yeah, and Everett comes running back, I missed him. And I said, well, dude, you got to replay. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Kind of played it down so we didn't whine. But, yeah, he was off. He missed it. the knockout entirely. Uh, uh, there's, there's not much else to say about it. It was so quick. And it was over in less than half. I mean, neither, you know, I mean, what, 20 strikes for Stipe, 15 for Verdum, probably six or seven of them were him whiffing in the air as he was yeah. chasing Stipe down. Right. It it was a terrible fight for Fabrizio Verdum. No he attempts in the look, takedown, you know, didn't utilize, didn't even try to utilize his jiu-jitsu. The, clown, the kind of the clowning faces he was making going in, you know, walking mm-hmm. down, it just, he did, he he looked like he overthought at Stipe and just yeah. thought he was going to walk through him. Yeah, uh, definitely Stupid. underestimated him. Stupid. Stupid mistake so. of, of underestimating anybody in the heavyweight division not named Bigfoot Silva. Yeah. Because you can completely underestimate Bigfoot Silva. <laughs> Still knock him out cold. Uh, Fabricio will get uh, a rematch. I don't know if it'll be immediate, but he will. I hope one. not, but I really don't like the other guy that they're talking about putting in the heavyweight title shot, and that's Alistar. They want to get oh, yeah. Alistar. They deserves a title shot. Yeah. They were leaning towards it more, I think, because he holds a victory over Fabricio. Right. I don't know now what you do, um, whether they're going to try to do the immediate rematch with Fabricio Giving the Kane Brown the winner. I didn't see any injury reports coming out from from Fabricio. No, uh, I mean, he, I, he has his mandatory time off for right. because the lights went out. But other than that, I didn't see. And I posted the medical suspensions. Yep. I didn't see anything long term for Fabricio. But it's not like he's uh, a six title defense champion. No, he's. You know. I sent you, and I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I see. I think I sent it to Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and keep talking. I'll bring it uh, up real quick. Fabricio is is one in a long line. Jeff's gonna pull up the stat here in a second. Uh, he's one in the long line of one and done champions. Yeah. The heavyweight division itself is above all the other ones. Has the most one and done champions that we have ever seen. So Miocic is the 19th UFC heavyweight champion. Verdun becomes the eighth champion to lose the belt in his first fight after winning it. Only six have defended it once. Yeah. The heavyweight belt goes away. Comes Kane. away a lot. Yeah, Junior had one done, I think. Junior was a one and done because I'm pretty sure that his first title defense... No, yeah, his first title defense yeah. was against Kane. Then he lost... But he lost Kane was a Kane. one and done originally because mm-hmm. he beat Brock and then got beat by Junior. Won it back and beat Junior twice. So he at least gets one title defense. Yeah. Junior, Brock, Randy, I'm sure, uh, I don't know if Arlovsky. I was just going to say, I think Arlovsky might have been one either of Andre, Either Andre or Tim Sylvia. Well, the heavyweight division goes back further than any, than any, any other, other division. division. So I mean, they've had 19 freaking champions. Right. You know, you take the the flyweights who've had one. Right. So Right. <laughs> 35's had two. But the 19th champion. Um, Great on Well-deserving champion. Absolutely. The pride of Cleveland, Ohio, man. It, it's good for them to finally get a championship because the way the Western Conference is playing, I don't see the Cavaliers getting one this year. No. The Indians suck, so... So he's it. 
He's what they got. That's all they got. They're not going to be the Browns. Oh, God. <laughs> they got, no, no. But yeah, those, I mean, it was a great fight for Stipe. Congratulations, Absolutely. man. We're looking forward to your first title defense. Knocking on wood that hopefully you may be one to break the streak and defend it a couple of times. I hope he gets, like I said before, I hope he gets a few defenses in there. Uh, This fight in particular brought me so much happiness. (laughs) So much happiness. My man, Ronaldo Jacare Souza, destroyed Uh, Vitor Belfort. What a mauling on him. I mean, and not even in the way I expected him to finish it. He finished it with his hands. I figured he was going to choke him out. So yeah, I thought he was going to be used he, to I mean, he beat the dog shit out of Vitor Belfort. Yeah. Bloodied him up. I mean, just Everett, your yeah, boy. split his nose right in half. Right at the bridge of the nose. I know you're going to hear this at some point, and I already texted you. that <laughs> Before they even pulled him off in the fight, I had already had my message typed up to you. So just so you know, <laughs> um, your boy's got to hang it up, Everett. He's done. Yeah, Done. I agree. Yeah, Done. We're, we're, the, the Vitor days are over. Send him to Bellator. Uh, let him go fight. Him on his way. Let him go fight King Mo. Yeah. It's fine. Um, King Mo ain't doing nothing. Jacare is a beast in there. And, oh, my God. Um, De- deserving. Vitor had no chance no. going into this at all. And he landed you know, a total of five strikes in the entire thing. He stuffed a couple takedowns. That's where I was kind of shocked. Uh, he did have a little bit of defense, but that was only in like the first two, two and a half minutes. After right. that, he, you know, he's trying to fall and pull well, guard. And Vitor, I mean, Vitor is very skilled on the ground. People don't give Vitor credit for his jujitsu skills, but I mean, he is he's very, very skilled yeah. jujitsu practitioner. So the, the fact that he stuffed a couple of takedowns doesn't shock me. Um, but how badly he got beaten up on his feet by Jacare really. Yeah, at, at one point they they stopped uh, they stopped the fight for a couple minutes because his, he was bleeding, and you could see it. The blood was pooling in his eyes. Yeah. It was a really gruesome, awesome sight. Um, so they they cleaned him up a little bit, and they figured out that he could still see. It was just a little blood, no big deal. It wasn't from his eye, which is a split across the nose. And uh, once they started it back up. That was it. Jacare took over from there, beat the hell out of him, and uh, got the knockout victory. Great win. In the first round, again, like we were saying before, how the the next few fights were the one-rounders. This was the one-rounder. Ending of the last 30 seconds of the first round. Put him away. Great, great win for Jacare. I mean, he's just trying to bounce back off that Yoel Romero screw job. Yeah. Should have been getting a title shot, but, you know. Definitely deserves one, especially after this. He was deserving before. Yeah. He should have been the one in the consideration over Yorel Romero anyway. That fight was garbage and everybody knows it. Um, But now, after defeating number three. Definitely. You're definitely knocking on the door. He's got to be the next in line to get a title shot. uh, After some things clear up, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get into that a little later. Uh... Again, well, <laughs> making her UFC debut, we finally got to see Chris Justino, aka Cyborg, enter into the cage, and uh, took her all about a minute and twenty seconds to yeah. put away Leslie Smith. I when I, we were sitting there watching the fight, I said I'd give Cyborg ninety seconds. Yeah, I give her a minute thirty, and this fight will be over. She did it in a minute and twenty. 20. So. Uh, <laughs> 
Leslie Smith was a punching bag. She was. That's all she was in there. She was an absolute punching bag. You know, since she landed a couple shots, I didn't see anything significant that she landed. They say she hit two. I didn't see it. But that. I didn't see anything significant out of her. I'd seen a couple uh, windmills and, you know, just swinging for her life and trying to randomly connect uh, to, to stop Cyborg's onslaught. Right. Stepping forward. That's all it was. Um, and Cyborg did exactly what Cyborg does. She walked in. She swung and swung and swung and just beat the piss out of her and knocked her out. Yeah, she, That's she destroyed it. her. That was the entire fight. There was nothing else to it. There was no takedown attempts. There was no jujitsu attempted. This was just a straight mauling by Cyborg. And a great response from the crowd. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's her own, she was in her own town. Yeah. It was a great place for her to make her debut. It really was. I was really surprised um, that she didn't call out Ronda in the cage. I mean, she went on to do it later. In the post-conference. Yeah, post-conference, post-conference and then she's yeah. been all over Twitter. Um, but I was a little... I, I, I told the guys, you know, the group of guys that I watched all the fights with and stuff, I said, watch, she's going to call out Ronda right now. And she yeah. didn't do it, surprisingly enough, but she didn't do it. Yeah, she said so. in the post-fight that she was just excited was, to be in the moment. Yep, it was her so, moment. She was going to live in the moment. She wanted it to be about her and no one else, or, you know, uh, whatever you know, whatever she yeah. said in the post, something that affected the post-fights. Um, but then afterwards, yeah, she still she wants that round of fight. That's a money fight, man. Make the weight. Yeah, she made one thirty nine at the weigh-ins. Well, so that's still four, got four pounds. pounds to go. Four pounds is you got to be able to do that. Take that amount of money. Take the Joe Rogan route. How about that? Yeah, thank you. We'll call it that way. Thank you. Yeah, um, it saves me from saying something that I shouldn't say. This fight right here, uh, oh god, I don't even know what to say about this fight. Really, Mauricio Shogun who would pick it up a split decision, and I don't even know what uh, Allison Pointes, what fight they were watching to give a round to Corey Anderson. Takedowns must have uh, been the difference. Corey Anderson did nothing realistically in this fight to me. Shogun, I gave round Volume. one and three for sure. He threw a lot of punches. But I gave Corey the round, one round only because he had like three takedowns in the round. Was that two? And that was, yeah, that was two. And that was but that was the only But the thing is, is he didn't do anything with those takedowns. Exactly. He just had volume. He, I mean, That's all it was. And I could see that out of a judge seeing that much volume. I can too, but at the same time, I, that's the thing that I hate about it is that they just judge on the number of takedowns instead mm-hmm. of what you've done with yep, them. Yep, I know it. I agree. Because I mean, any guy, can you can just take somebody down as soon as they get, you know, they get right back up or yeah. they control you on the bottom. But, and You know, he had... With one of the takedowns, he had five some minutes of control. So right. In the second round, I gave him that one just because of that. But he still didn't show any octagon control. He, still didn't, he didn't show any aggression. Everything was backing up, and he backed into a couple lucky takedowns because uh, Shogun was being the aggressor and going in. He didn't have any of the other stats that you would give him a round four. Right. But... We all know that takedowns can be the difference. I can see even giving him a round, but I don't understand how he gave him the fight. I didn't give him... No, no. I gave Shogun one and three and him You got two. knocked down twice. Right. Yeah, I don't see how he gave him the fight either. That's that's the part that blows my mind. It's not the, the, the one round itself. It's the no, fight. I see, yeah, yeah, I hear you. <sighs> I don't know either. I was really disappointed in Corey Anderson. I 
expected more expected out of him. A lot more out of them too. And he just, I don't know, first time in Brazil, you know, that's hostile place, adjustments to this, adjustments to that. Jitters, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a much better fighter than the performance he put on against, against Shogun. I definitely, because, I mean, you and I both have been singing the praises of Corey Anderson for a while. And this was a fight he needed. He, he needed to, he win, needed this to fight. win this fight against a veteran like Shogun. And a gatekeeper. I mean, that's that's your crack into, into a place you need to be in the top yeah. upper echelon. You can't beat Shogun. You're not going to go nope. on and beat anyone else. No, there. you're not going to beat a Rashad or a Bader or, you know, any of those guys just outside of the title hunt. You're just not. Not if you can't beat a guy like Shogun, who's old. Yeah. Looked good, though. I looked really good. Striking was crisp. Yeah, His absolutely. leg kicks were vicious. Like He looked good. Very strong. Looked, uh, you know, 34 years old. He still looked like he was, uh, he was, he should be there. He's yeah. supposed to be there fighting. Exactly. Um, uh, and it's too bad for Corey because, uh, but he's a young kid. He will bounce oh, back. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's back to the drawing board time for Corey. I mean, you got to. He's going to switch some things take up. Take a step back. Figure out what he did, you've been doing wrong here and try to step your game up a little bit. Yeah. For sure, but I mean, good win for Shogun. I don't know what it's going to do for him particularly. Not much in the overall picture. No. Pats his paycheck, but... Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure, it gives him the winner's purse instead of... Otherwise, uh, Corey was... What was he ranked, like 12th? I believe so. He was just out 12th and 13th. Yeah, and Shogun he was, was just outside. just above that. Yeah, I think Shogun was like a 10 9 or, or 10. Yeah, like tail end of the top 10. Um, just so ranking wise, not a lot, but no, it's not going to um, change much for Corey. He's probably going to drop a spot or two to if like nothing 13, else. Experience for Corey, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a learning experience. It's something to grow off of and yeah. come back from. Here, if you can't come out of a fight with Shogun and not learn something, either in a win or a loss, you then, don't belong here. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta pick something up from a veteran like that. I agree, hundred um, percent. Close out the main card. Yeah, uh, highly uh, expected Warley Alvarez. Oh man, I was uh, extremely shocked at this. Got majorly upsetted by uh, underdog Brian Barberina. The, the the cat that beat the Sage uh, Northcutt killer. That you know, comes out with another victory against a very tough cat. My hero. <laughs> and, and looked, I mean, he looked really good. Yeah, he did. He looked really good. He was. He was. Man, the volume that he was throwing was yeah. ridiculous. You know, his three shots to Worley's one, um, and he, it lined up two to one. He was throwing, he was throwing a lot of combos, and was throwing a lot of just volume. Showed uh, a heavy chin. Yep, it you know, took a lot. Took some and good shots. Didn't didn't phase him much at all. Uh, picked up a unanimous twenty nine twenty eight victory, and it was a really good win for him. Extremely good victory for. Oh yeah, he. Me, I mean, that's two. That's two major upsets in a row for him. Yeah, and he said, you know, he said in that uh, the post fight interview, he said, uh, "I've been the underdog every fight that I've been in. When are you going to start seeing me as the the guy to beat?" I wouldn't. I, if I were him, I'd just keep fucking begging to be the underdog. Yeah. Keep making me the underdog. I'll keep proving you wrong. Oh, that's a huge victory for this kid. Absolutely. Um, up in, and I think the. The stats were up until that point. Every Brazilian on the card had He won. was the first American to, to pick yeah. up. He was the first one to... Yeah, it was all Brazil. 
They were like and five and over six. And Stipe, the only non-Brazilians yeah. to, to win. So, excellent victory. Um, it was a that's a good way to start the the show because oh, it, was, for sure. it was a good fight that that went to decision. There was a lot of action. There was a lot of volume. Um, it wasn't you know it wasn't any wrestling or takedowns. No, like that. it was strictly a, one a submission. Affair. Yeah, one submission attempt for for Wiley. That, yeah, that was it. It was still a good fight. Oh, well, yeah, it was, it was an exciting fight. I'm seeing Barbarino come out as the underdog again. Yeah. Seeing what else he can do because uh, he's proven himself the last couple of fights that that he's he's there to fight. Right. You know, he's, yeah. he's uh, he deserves to be in the UFC. Kept calling him Vinny Barbarini. <laughs> oh, this was a tough night on the job for Mr. Bat Brown. Oh, my God. You, you put oh out a... God. He had a better fight... In the walkout, <laughs> than he did in the cage. Oh, uh, he got smacked three times. Three in the head. times he got punched in the head, and finally the third time because the guy grabbed his hood and turned around and yeah. fucking decked him. Yeah. Good for him. Good, good. I posted uh, on Twitter the next day. I said, uh, I-, "I wish Matt Brown could have got his hands on the other fucktards that slapped him in the head." Shit, something, I wish something were, the fact of uh, Brazil should be ashamed of their that, fans. Or, yeah, that was, like that, that was disgusting. I mean, Brazil's got a reputation for their fans being nasty and crazy and violent and all that other stuff. But come on, that that's just sheer disrespect. Yeah. Like, you can sit there and chant you're going to die all you want. Sure. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But yeah. when you physically start putting your hands on a fighter, not once, not twice... But three separate people, yeah. and they weren't even smacking him in the head. They were close fists, right? That on chanting, yelling, screaming. When you buy your ticket, you earn the right yeah. to be as loud as you all those things. But you never earn the right to to physically touch one of them. No, and good and, for Matt for, for yeah. turning around and clocking that guy, and clocking him, and just kept walking yep. like it was like nothing even happened. Because he's Matt Brown, man. But other than that, that was about the best performance but, he had in the cage. <laughs> Or in, in a fight period that night. He was mauled. Oh, it was a drowning. Death. He just held him down. And any time Matt tried to move, he was stuffed. He had no response. That body lock was just insane. Yeah, he locked, he locked in that body triangle. He sucked the energy out of it. And just kept gripping it down. Yep. And, uh, you this, could see Matt. It was like you could physically watch Matt Brown's power level just decrease. Yeah, the energy was gone and... Sucking the wind out of him, and man, he was. That's a Damian Maya fight. I mean, that's all the way, was. all the way, and, and any of you people that sit there and boo and hate Damian Maya and think he puts on boring fights, you're an idiot. You've lost your mind. You're an idiot. That was an outstanding display of sheer dominance. Oh, it was amazing. It, it was. I am clearly 110 percent better than you in this area. Yeah. I am going to keep you here. There is not a goddamn thing you're going to right. do to stop me. Yeah. Try. <laughs> and fail. And fail miserably. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this being amongst the top fights we wanted to see on this card. Yeah. Uh, and this one was the, the prelims main event, that spot that's shown so many outstanding fights over the last six months or so. This was still an outstanding fight to watch just for this display that Maya put on. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a it was a clinic. It was this is how you dominate on the ground clinic. 
Oh, man. If they don't give Damian Maya a title shot soon, the way he is dominated at 170, it's something that's a, something it's a robbery. Right. Something ain't right. How many, more, how many more elite fighters does he have to beat? Matt Brown is amongst the elite fighters in the division and in the UFC. He's yeah. one of the toughest men that there is. He's, he's an amazing fighter. This didn't do him any justice just because... Once Maya wraps you up, he's a he's an anaconda. Yeah, once you get to the ground with Damian Maya, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, and you might as well just. I hope you packed a lunch because it's going to be a long day. Yeah, and it really was. And he got the submission victory in round three, right towards the end. Yeah, right at the yeah. end. They here even gave it like at the buzzer. Yeah. You know, I think there was actually a few seconds yeah, left in the clock. One or two. One but, much. One much at all. Another yep. great outing for Maya. Absolutely. I mean, he's just so goddamn dominant and is so deserving of at least an, a title shot. And here we are. We're going we'll to give it to Tyrell Woodley. Uh, Santos and Marquardt. Let's go to that one. Yeah. That was a, a quickie as well. Uh, another another example of a guy that it's, I think it's time. Yeah, Marquardt's 50-plus fights into his career. And, you know, he's getting... You know, he got destroyed in this fight against Santos. He landed a few strikes, but Santos just went to town on him. Yeah. You know, knocked him down a couple times and then just mauled him. Just destroyed. It, I felt really bad watching Marquardt in this fight. I, I just did. I, I don't understand. I don't... It's, Nate's got it. It's time to hang it up, man. Yeah. You're, you're just... You're a step behind everybody else from where you used to be. And even at your best in the UFC, you weren't the greatest. It's sad. I just, I'd rather see him hang it up. Yeah, so would I. Instead of going out there and having these kind of performances. Yeah, don't go. Some of these guys, there's so many of these guys that just need to put it up and put it away. Um, and Nate's one of them. Nate's Nate would definitely be, one of them. I think... Nate, the way he is and, and his more mild attitude, he could be a great trainer. Oh, for sure. Because he's got a wealth of knowledge and he can really, he seems like he'd be a patient cat with uh, up and coming uh, wrestlers yep. and strikers and stuff. And I think he'd be a wonderful, that'd be a great spot for him yeah. uh, should he decide that it's time to go. And I hope he evaluates himself at an honest level and really sees what's going on lately knows that it's, it's, time. it's that time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Somebody in his camp needs to step in and, and have that talk with him. We're getting to a point now in the UFC's tenure where a lot of the stars that we've been watching over the last 10 years they're getting to that age now where it's time to let the young guys take yep. over yep. and they just don't want to give up that spot. No. You know, uh, they want to, you know, they're they helped pave the way and feel like they're they've earned uh, some leeway, and to an extent they have. But once it gets to a certain point, it's better for their health and their well-being and their their future. Not being you know a vegetable and not going in there for seventy fights, right? And, uh, you know, getting Agreed. getting knocked out sixty times. Agreed. And Nate's Nate's to that point now. 
and I hope they, they realize it soon. Uh, one more. Yeah, uh, the the uh, main fight of the early prelims. Well, we can touch on Lineker. Okay, let's I think do that. I, I think we should touch on Lineker because I I thought his performance was dominating. dominating. I mean, he he put on a three round striking clinic on Rob Font. We don't have to go too deep into it. I I like how John Lineker is even moving, being forced up to thirty five has continued to just put on really good fights. Yeah, and um, scored a. 10-8 round. Yeah. Um, with sheer domination. Yeah. With his hands, his volume, and his, his striking. And Rob Font ate all that. I was just going to say, man. <laughs> okay. I was very impressed with Rob Font's tenacity. Yeah. Tenacity and toughness in his chin. Because Lineker was thrown with reckless oh abandon. And trying to kill him. Yeah, it was trying to... It wasn't a lot of tap, tap, tap. No. Trying to hit you. It was take your head off. Babe would swing every strike for the fences. Yep. You know, every swing was, was attempting to be a knockout punch. And Rob ate a lot yeah. of those and didn't crumble. Not a lot Not a lot else to say about the fight. I just wanted to quickly touch mm-hmm. on, on a great nominating performance for John Lineker. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Oh. Very good. Yeah, now we can talk about that uh, FS, or I'm sorry, fight pass early prelim. <laughs> Little nog. On the the cusp of Big Nog getting inducted into yep. the UFC the, Hall of Fame, yep, the first the first inductee this year for the UFC Hall of Fame, uh, Little Nog goes out and beats the crap out of Pat Cummings. Didn't expect that. No. Didn't pick him. No, pick that one wrong. Wow, I was shocked. Pat, get your shit together. What happened to Cummings? I can't believe that. He got schooled by an old man. A real old man. Mike, I, 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 I was blown away when we watched this. I, I could not believe me too. the way that this went. And I had Pat all the way in this one. So there was no. And I fully expected to be here this week, talking about having another conversation about how Little Nog needs to hang it up now too. And while he still may need to hang it up, Jesus God, Pat Cummings, what is wrong? I don't know what terrible his last two fights. Yeah, I don't terrible. know what's going on. Well, I don't know if it's camp, if he's got some health issues, if he's just being lazy. I don't know what. I don't either. Uh, I don't. I don't know what's going on, but uh, he needs to get his shit together because he is far more talented than what he's producing yeah. in his last few fights. I agree wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, this is gonna be a a really big example of wasted talent if mm-hmm. he doesn't get himself together because he's physically he's got every advantage. In the world. Exactly. He's strong. He's young. Dominating he's, wrestler. Yeah. Great hands. Amazing. He's got every gift that you could have. And plus, see, he's trained enough that he's got the skill and the talent. Right. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I don't know what's happening <clears throat> with him. I don't either, Once man. he gets in there. And I don't like it. It's, it's not. He's not producing the way I feel like he should be. I agree. I like Pat Cummings. I, I, I do. I think see? he's a very talented fighter. Yeah. I think he's got the potential. To, to do some good things in the UFC, but you can't even beat Little Nog. At this point, I mean, geez, Little Nog was old 10 years ago. Right. Little Nog was old when he came into the UFC. And I don't I don't think anyone expected that I that I spoke to uh, 
uh, mine or with, with the cats that I was watching with, none of us gave Nog any chance. No, at no. You know, we we thought this was kind of like his. This was going to be his send off yep. and his last payday before he. Yeah. You know, he hangs up, especially with big. You know, big Nog getting right. the, the Hall of Fame. We thought, you know, okay, they're just they're giving him. You know, they're tossing Lil Nog a ball. Yep. They're going to give him someone that's that he's not going to be able to beat. Exactly. But, you know. We maybe need to fill, finish up his contract, whatever, whatever it may be. Uh, that's what I kind of thought was happening, and he he shocked. <laughs> and he, he said, shocked me. Wrong. Yeah. So maybe eat my words in that one. Yeah. Well, that's gonna it's gonna wrap up UFC 198. I liked it a lot. I did too. Solid card. Absolutely. Uh, great fights. I mean, a lot of a lot of good action. A lot of knockouts. Not a lot of boring fights. No. Even the decision fights were good. Loved seeing Maya and yeah. do his thing against the tough cat. John Lineker. Loved seeing uh, Lineker and Font. The toughness of Font stood out for me a lot. The Trinaldo fight was pretty good. Yeah. Um, new heavyweight champion. Yeah. D- debut of Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, Ray putting a whooping on him. I mean... I would almost... I, I'm leaning... It's a solid B+. plus. B plus. To an A minus uh, card for me. Uh, I'm at a solid B+. Plus. Um... I say eighty nine to a ninety almost, yeah. almost an A minus. This is close to close to that, especially with been thinking back on some of the highlights that I got out of there. Yeah, you know. I've been excited for this card for a while. It was it was a, I mean even on paper was a solid yeah. night of fights. Yeah, with you know a lot of good fights. So, um, pick it back up next week. We got we're off for a week yeah. as far as fights. Yeah, so. no preview this week, guys. Uh, the next. Card is next, next Sunday, Sunday night. Well, it's 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 a, a weekend. It's a holiday weekend. Yeah. You're forgiven. Okay. UFC, you're forgiven. Yeah. Next Sunday at nine o'clock. Most people don't have to work Monday unless you work in a kitchen. Are you off? Or, uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> still deciding. Well, we're not still deciding. My boss is still deciding. Okay. I'm trying to push her into us not being open. Gotcha. Because I would like two days in a row off. That'd be nice. That doesn't happen very much. So, undecided on your side? I, I, on her side, not mine. Oh, sorry. I have 100% decided that I do <laughs> undecided not want to work. On your works. Yes. On their side, okay. Yeah, the boss, I'm still trying to talk the boss into it, but uh, <laughs> I am 100% decided that I do not want to work on Memorial Day week. or That'd Memorial Day. chance to watch the full fight. Though. Yeah, well, I mean, even now, I can still watch the full fight anyway. I don't early anymore so oh that's right yeah you changed it up changed it up let's get into some news uh earlier this week news broke that chris weidman was going to be out of his scheduled title rematch against luke rockhold coming up at ufc 199 here in a few weeks uh originally when the story broke there was no news as to what was wrong it was just an undisclosed injury we have since learned that Chris has a large extrusion herniation in one of his discs in his neck, which is shutting down his tricep and forearm area. And this this is something that you're slightly well, not slightly, you're quite yeah. familiar with. Not to maybe quite the severity of the extent that Chris is dealing with it now, but you it's something you deal with. You so take it away, Dave. Tell us, give us a little insight into this injury. I have every four months. I received uh, an epidural injection into my neck for a herniated extrusion. It's not bulging or large, so that's the right. difference between his and mine. Mine is completely treatable by an epidural, uh, and I have 
no need for surgery or anything else because of it. It's a small, just a small separation, uh, a small compression of the discs, yep. and there's not much you can do about it except for surgery. And there's not much you can do when it's minor. It's, they're not going to do surgery if it's small. Chris's was large. Very. He tried an epidural. It made no difference at all. Nope. So his only choice on that point is surgery. Yep. And he had to pull out of this fight because of it. I received just I just received one today. Right. In my neck, I feel like a million bucks. Right. I feel 100% better. It's unfortunate because... Most times when you have that kind of injury, the epidural does it. I mean, there's, it, it's, it's a miracle. Right. The, the kind of uh, pain relief that you can get out of those. I think you've had them in your back. I get them in my back, yeah, every four to six months or so. Um, and for my two herniated discs in my lower back, I get them in that. It does. It makes a world of difference. Yeah, really. It's the same thing for the neck, really, because I get them in the... I have the same thing in the lower part of my spine, and I get them down there as well. And they, it makes the whole uh, makes all the difference in the world. So his is what they call a large extrusion. Now I haven't seen X-rays; they haven't put any of those out there. But my guess is they're going to have to go in there, and they might have to put a separator, put the spacer in yeah, there, yeah, and get some of the pressure off the disc. He'll be out six, six eight, eight weeks, weeks, six, six eight weeks, six yeah. to eight weeks just for recovery. Yeah. And so, then there's all the strength rebuilding. Cause you'll need at least three months at your neck. out of that, I would guess. Um, him being a, an athlete like that, maybe less. Well, um, puts him in pretty good position to be on that UFC New York card. Though. That's exactly where it puts him. And I think that's where he's going to end up. I hope so, because I mean, who else besides John Jones is Mr. New York? Weidman. Weidman. Yeah. It's Weidman and Jones. Those are the... The New York boys. So he had to pull out because um, he has to have the surgery to fix it. Yeah. No way around it. Um, I was screaming from the top of the mountains right away as soon as this news broke to give the fight to Jacare. Who has earned it. Earned it. Deserves uh, it. More than earned it, but we have a little setback in Jacare. Jacare has what is it, a torn meniscus? meniscus. Yep. So he's got a torn meniscus that's going to require surgery. And I've seen his, uh, his MRI. Imaging, they put it online. Did he go? Just so he went into the fight with a torn meniscus. Yeah. Okay. And it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah, that was the first thing Dana said was, you know, Jacare's got to have surgery. So, with that likely candidate out, we go to the next most likely candidate, right? I mean, it makes perfect sense for Michael Bisbing to get a title <laughs> shot, right? I mean, when I think of top contenders at 185, you know, it's... Jacare Souza, you know, Gegard Mousasi is always kind of in the mix somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, Bisping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I had a gut feeling, and I posted this on our page if you guys were looked at that particular article. When Jeff put the, the post out there that Weidman was out, uh, I, I posted a reply to it, and I said, I don't know why, but my gut is telling me they're going to give this one to Bisping. And it wasn't because I felt like he earned it or yep. he should be in there. I felt like there was other candidates that should have been put in that place instead. Mm. But I don't. I, my gut was telling me they're going to give it to him, and they ended up giving it. To I mean, him. there is a history between him and Rockhold. He's lost to Rockhold. Yeah, and he's coming off a win over Spider. You know, he's he's been on a little he's been on a little streak. I don't know, man. I think Rockhold's going to mop the floor with him. Rockhold is going to destroy Bisping. Yeah. This is just... 
I like Mike. I like Mike. I like Count too. I like Mike, but I got nothing bad to say about Count. But why? Uh, I don't necessarily want to see him in the main event against Luke Rockhold, but I still like I still like the count. No, I don't either. But you know, this fight went from do? for me from must see to, to eh, if I catch it, great. If not, I'll look at a replay. Right. Um, I'll still watch it, of course. At least we still got a good co-man. But yeah, still got a good co-man, a good card, nonetheless. It really is a good card, but. Lost a little bit. I really wanted to see that main event. Me too. So it lost so much. 199 just lost so much of its luster. And yeah, so many pay per view buys. So many pay per view buys. Nobody's buying Bisping and and freaking Rockhold. I mean, people will. Yeah, it's they'll still do okay, the, but the, the card in general is good. But yeah, it's a lose. solid enough card. But you lose a lot. You lose a lot losing that that Weidman fight for sure. So we got Jockery out, and now we got Weidman out to that division. The two top, two of the top dogs, yeah, in there. Two of the most exciting fighters to watch, right? Um, so, yeah, here we go. UFC one ninety nine. Rockhold. Uh, Rockhold versus Bisping. <laughs> it's gonna be a barn burner. Injury play again, man. Injuries galore. God. Of and we still got to, and we still got to get to the fight. We all know where Rockhold trains. That's yeah. We still gotta get to the goddamn. Fight. <laughs> I was gonna say of all of the two that were gonna pull out of this, my bunny would have been in Rockhold and AKA for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, we still got two weeks. We're still yeah. This still fight two weeks have to have fight day. So who knows? Who this knows? Fight. Maybe we'll get the exciting Michael Bisping Derek Brunson fight. Oh boy. Ugh. <sighs> well, <laughs> moving on. Uh, as we said earlier in the show, one UFC champion just inked a long-term contract extension. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, the pound-for-pound pound number one king. As far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned, and uh, where most people should be. Uh, just signed an eight-fight deal with the UFC. Yeah. So good for the champ. He'll be around for a lot longer. He's going to end up getting that uh, title defense yep. record. Yep, he's four off of that. Yeah. So, and... Uh, Here's your reward for your eight years of a contract. Uh, we're going to give you a fight at 201 against yeah. Wilson Aries. So, off the, on the cusp of that, Wilson... Bruce Aries, I'm sorry. Reese. Wilson okay. Aries, not Aries. Wilson, Wilson Aries. Who is a top ten ranked lightweight, or um, flyweight fighter? Seriously, who? Looking at his record, he's not... He hasn't... He's not ready for a championship. No! And <laughs> Henry Cejudo's list of people he beat was more impressive than, than yeah. Wilson. But I guess what are you going to do when your champion has all but cleaned out the division? Yeah. you got to just throw him the scraps rather than sitting around waiting for the bum that's going to win Tough 24 in a year. You might as well keep him busy. He's let him get beat anyway. Right, let him knock out a couple more fights towards that record. The closer you get to getting him in that record, the closer you can get jumping him back up to thir- or jumping him up to thirty-five and, and get a challenge. Some better fights. Yeah. And some you know some more cha- some actual challenges to him. But uh, coming event to two hundred one. Yeah, man. Now Demetrius and Wilson Reese. We're gonna give you Wilson Reese, and then you get some bum from the Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> Um, I'm still excited to see Mighty Mouse because he's so much fun to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a hard time using the words excited to see. 
Really? Uh, Dimitri, I'm never really that excited to see Dimitri's fights. He puts on some he, different styles. He has gotten, his fights have gotten better and more exciting, you know, recently with the stoppage of Dotson and, you know, obviously the stoppage of Cejudo, the last Benavides fight. But for a while, oh, sure. it was just five rounds yeah. and yawn. Well, yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago, but I mean, recently, even, even I would say even until uh, I would say even up until I mean, he knocked out he, when he knocked out Horiguchi, he got a sub, and then he beat, then he knocked out uh, Benavidez, I believe. But it's I don't know, man. I just I don't get excited. I don't get fired up to watch Demetrius fight. He put he puts on exciting fights, and when they're there, I'm like, all right, yeah, 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 you know, I'm clapping and happy for him, but. I was Not more excited. Right. Okay. I was I more excited about the Cejudo part of the last fight yeah. than I was Demetrius Johnson. And it's not a disrespectful thing to him. He's just, I don't get excited about his fights. I'm one of the people that doesn't get excited about 25-pound fights. Yeah. And Demetrius just does so many different things in there. You know, he'll beat you with knees. He'll beat you with feet. He'll beat you with strikes. He'll lay on you for five minutes. I mean, there's, you never know what you're going to get out of a Demetrius Johnson fight aside right. from a victory. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know he's going to win. It's just whether he's going to drag it out and it's only going to be it's going to be a, a five-round boring fight or if he's going to actually do something. He's going to finish it in a couple minutes. Um, and now they're the co-main, and we have officially inked the main event for UFC 201, Robbie Lawler, the champion, versus Tyron Woodley. Official. It's Official. been thrown around. Right, it's been thrown around for a time. while. I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, but as of the 17th... Um, for Atlanta, Georgia. It was. It's official now. So we got, you know, the Cobain with, with Demetrius and the bum. And <laughs> <laughs> we got Robbie Lawler and Tyron Woodley. And the breakdown of that and preview, excuse me, the preview of that will, will come at a later oh, date. Oh, yeah, but... but... right now, I'm looking forward to this fight. I am. I'm just looking forward to getting Robbie back in the cage. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be a lot more excited if it was Robbie Lawler, Stephen Wonderboy, Thompson, personally, but... No, this Wonderboy guy, is that Hendricks? Ra- no, he's got Rory. Oh, he just beat Hendricks. Yeah, he just beat Hendricks. Yeah. He's fighting Rory at... Yeah. Shoot, Hendricks? Or one of the fight nights, yep. I can't remember which one. Which is also Rory's last fight on his contract. Yeah. Interesting fact. Yeah, the Ariel Hawani deal. Mm-hmm. That's, how, <laughs> that's how Hawani got Well, I know. Did, did you see the, there's a video? Um, he was doing an interview with um, Callan and Brendan Schaub this past week. Well, they were getting ready to go on Rogan. So they were at Rogan's place doing the interview. And all of a sudden, Joe just pops up. And just starts talking with Ariel and shit. And they're asking him about why he got fired. Uh, he asked Joe about whether or not Joe was going to leave. Joe told him, you know, I don't know. My contract's up in August. I honestly haven't gotten that far yet. They talked about it. They asked him why. Because I, I didn't know why. I was like, why the hell is Joe not here calling this fight? Daughter's birthday party. But Hawani he said what happened was, was just... Fox just got pissed off and annoyed with him. Yeah. Like, he just pissed too many people off. So, I said, see ya. So, that was about it. Point Blake, he was yeah. like, he was like the, the free agency thing was kind of a boiling point. But, the straw that broke it. Yeah, but it was, it was definitely 
coming. But it was before that building up. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Joe did say 100% if if the UFC is signed. Yeah, I've seen that. He's done. Yep. No question about no it. No questions asked. If they sell, he's out. But he has no inside information. He's like, I don't ask questions. He's like, if I, I don't even try to call them most of the time because when I call to ask any kind of question, they want me to do shit. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you have, if you guys have, it's, it's about a, about a seven minute clip of of Brendan Shaw, Brian Callanan, and Joe talking with Ariel Wani, and it's pretty funny. I'll try to find it after okay. the show and and post it up to our, post the link up to our page. Okay. I should have done it earlier, but I didn't. That's all right. We'll get it later. And that's so we got two hundred ones cold. Yeah, that's that's. Set. I'm excited for that fight. I definitely like watching Robbie fight. Same here. Always. I mean, he's a he's a gamer. He just puts on good fights. Yeah, all the time. Oh man. So, so <laughs> we gotta we gotta talk about this because we it's do. been it's been out there flooding news sites constantly for the past three four two three four days, and that's the possibility. Boston. Of Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. <laughs> so ESPN says it's it's all but done and inked, and Fox says it's you know it's still up in the air, and Dana and says it's not. Dana happening. says it's not going to happen, and you know Conor McGregor needs to defend his belt. Conor McGregor needs to focus on UFC and MMA. And stop all this outside bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Floyd Mayweather is a boxer that's retired, so-called retired, and I don't know why this is even being brought up. Connor's not a boxer. No. Uh, Tired of bringing in Freddie Roach, though. And he is bringing in Freddie Roach, a boxing coach of. I don't. Man, right. This is. This is a a publicity stunt for money. He's not even getting a good deal out of it. The contract's eighty twenty in Floyd's favor. Ugh. Like it's all it's all going to Floyd because it's gonna go under it's gonna go under the Money Mayweather promotions. Mm-hmm. So there's his money off that, and the the, the purse split is eighty twenty. Connor's not gonna make shit off this fight. Why would you even do it? I don't know. I um, We brought this up because we want to talk about... What, do you want to see this? Should no. this happen? Um, why are they even doing it? No. Why is Connor even... Does, why does he even care? Exactly. You know, what does he have to prove? Nothing. He's just what, trying. What does it give... I mean, what does it really gain him? It, gets, it keeps his name in the public eye. Yeah, does that. That's about it. The fight's not gonna happen. I don't see it happen either. Yeah. Not not while uh, Connor's under the UFC flag. Yeah, no way. Dana's not you gonna know. let it happen because they're gonna want their piece. Mayweather's not gonna let them get their piece. Absolutely not. No way it helps. They're not gonna co- Yeah, they're not gonna co-promote this shit. No. Um, Connor's got enough on his plate. He's already coming off a loss. He's he's in arguments with UFC about. Doing uh, promotions for the company he works for, right? You know, so is that saying he's not going to do the promotions for the company he works for, but he'll promote this boxing deal? You know what I mean? It's right. He's got enough to to deal with right now and getting himself situated and back on a UFC card mm-hmm. and defending his belt. And if he wants to move weights, whatever. 
But defending his belt, getting on the UFC cards, getting in better graces with the UFC again, because despite what Dana says, I know he's pissed off. Oh, yeah. That, no, that Connor wouldn't be. do this. You know, he, I know he says that, you know, Connor and I are still in good standings, but I'd be pissed too be if, my, if my main draw pulled out, you know, didn't pull out, but, you know, couldn't make the fight because, uh, because of a decision that he made not to do the, the media for it. Yeah, this is a ridiculous publicity stunt that I, I wish wouldn't even be brought up um, because it's it's nothing that's gonna it's nothing that's gonna happen. Right. It's not. It's, yeah. It's just got no legs. It's not going anywhere. No. It's uh, it's, it's taking away from what Connor should be focusing on. You know, you want to bring in Freddie Roach to help your your boxing going forward in the UFC. Great. Awesome. Bring in more coaches. Bring in every coach that you can. But the focus needs to be training for the octagon, not the squared circle. I don't think there's... Uh, there's no... Isn't it, uh, uh, this is just a mess. Man. It's, it's a it's joke. It's a mess. And, and I, it's I, a joke. I hate that it's even happening. Connor is not bigger than the sport as much as he would like to think he is. The UFC will go would go on without him. Oh, without a doubt, um, and still be profitable. And, and someone else will, you know, if he steps out because of anything like that, and he decides to box or whatever the hell he does, and he doesn't go back to UFC, UFC will go on without him. Someone will step into that spot. There was a UFC before yeah. Conor McGregor. There will be a UFC after Conor McGregor. So it's time for him to uh, nobody to I call mean, himself. So many of these people have been proven raw that you. Not above the organization. Yeah. Rhonda. <clears throat> yeah, uh, people people told John. Dana that the UFC would die when when they didn't have Liddell anymore. Right. They told Dana the UFC would die when they didn't have Tito anymore. Yeah, Randy, you know, Tito. When they didn't you have know. Randy anymore. When they didn't have Brock anymore. When they didn't have all these guys that were celebrating. When they didn't have them anymore, the UFC was going to die. And what happened? They made new stars. So, yeah, exactly. There's a new star coming around every day. Someone will take that spot every if he doesn't. If he doesn't get himself back in the line and quit fucking around, someone's going to take his spot. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't have, couldn't have said any better, <laughs> my friend. I'm not even going to try. Final thoughts? Um, it's a short show this week, folks. Yeah, there there wasn't uh, there wasn't much to talk about this no. this card. We we. Uh, we had was rather quick card. No controversies you know, in any of the fights. No, lots of straight round one finishes. I mean, yeah. it's a fast card, so I mean, we couldn't extend out the talks on it much more. I mean, because... we could talk more about how one guy got punched in the head this many <laughs> times, but yeah, I'm not gonna bore you with it. That's, that's it. hard to do. But Keep it short and sweet. I had such a uh, a great night watching those fights. I did too. You know, uh, I did too. We had a we had a good time. Outstanding. Great for Steepy. I mean, so many good things happened that night. And Belfort got beat again. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was sitting. I was sitting right next to Everett. And Did then, you hear his phone go off? And as soon I'm watching, as soon as it happened, I looked over and he's doing this. I said, "Jeff, get you ready." He said, "No, I'm texting him first. <laughs> and beep, I already beat him. Oh, no, he did. Yep. Okay. Because yep, mine went in before he even had a chance. We were we were talking online because he had posted something about Vitor, and as he was just getting the. The shit. Right, it was actually when the fight got stopped, and I had commented on it, and I was like, "Your boy looks like shit." <laughs> and then it was 
Jacques Ray got him and he's he's ground and pounding him out. Like I'm typing it, <laughs> typing as fast as I can before the ref stops the fight. And I think just as he put his hands on him to pull him off, I hit the send button. <laughs> he was he was prepping one too. Right after it went down, so <laughs> he's, he's prepping one. And that's I mean, I was like, because I knew you were gonna text. Oh me. yeah, I we talked about show. this. You know, you're gonna text him. So I, I said, Jeff, get. He said, No, I'm getting him right now. Get it right now. So uh, then, Bing. I, I didn't know if it was you sending over it, or him sending forward. It was me. So because I got him, I already got him online, and then I was just waiting. I was like, Your boy looks like shit right now. I better pull it together. Oh, that's great. And then the fight was over like a minute later, and I was like, <laughs> Well, that's the end of that. Oh, that's awesome. At least you didn't get front kicked in the face like Silva did. <laughs> I'll never let that go, man, because I'll never forget the day that me, him, and his brother Dave got into this fight standing outside of Pablo's. And they're both screaming at me about how Vitor is going to destroy Anderson. Blah, 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 blah. Next and then, champion. Yeah, man. yeah. Nobody's going to beat him once he takes that title from Silva. Okay, man. All right. Boom. Karate Kid to the right face. Right in the face. Dead. One of the best knockout shots in the history of the UFC. Dead. And I love being able to throw it in Everett's face. <laughs> it's fun. It, it is, too. It's one of the best, you know. It, it makes number one, even, on, on many of those yeah. highlight knockout reels. Absolutely. Because it was so fast. And, you know, oh, Ugly. Strike like a cobra. Um, so, we got a week off, and... Of preview, so yeah, we'll be next week's a fight night with uh, was it Cody Garbrandt and then uh, yeah. who's I forget who he's fighting. I know Garbrandt's on the fight card. That's the only one I can remember because I hate him because he used to sleep with Paige Van Zandt. I don't like him though. I didn't like him. That's why I don't like him. <laughs> I like Caraway. Caraway might be on the fight card too. Oh, I know he's coming. God, up. I, I don't like him either. Uh, oh, it's Almeida. Oh, little cowboy. Thomas Almeida. And Caraway's in the prelims against Aljamain Sterling. Oh my god, he's going to get the yes, shit beat out of Aljamain Sterling. Sterling's going to pound the piss out of him. It's going to be awesome. Is that... Oh, Hennon's fighting? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Oh, that's Jimmy Steven. Jimmy Steven. Yeah. Safferty and Story. This is good. This is a good yeah, fight card, know. man. Jorge Monsvidal and Larkin. Berkman. <laughs> Berkman and Felder. So... We got a good one coming up that we'll preview next week. Yeah, this is already shaping up. Abel Trujillo was supposed to have a good opponent. Now he's got a shadow. Yeah, I'm excited for this fight card, too. It's going to be a good night. So we'll get on that yeah. next week. Uh, I got nothing else to wrap us up, man. Uh, I, I would like to say, though, uh, again, thank you to all the new people that have been jumping on the page. Um, the guys that have been actively involved in our conversations whether you're sharing it liking it uh um yeah uh trying to think if there's anything else no you guys have been great we've had a lot of new likes um continuing to get people from island continuing just to get people from randomly but uh jake you've been awesome that's what i was looking for uh the other one is Ryan uh, Ryan Dempsey. Ryan, yes. Ryan, who is now part of the uh, doing stuff for the Way of the Warrior show. Oh, it's great! Out of Canada. He's not even here. He's in Canada. Excellent. Ryan's been very yeah. very good about going on our page and, and 
interacting. And I met Ryan. I mean, we've never met each other in person, but I've, I've gotten to know Ryan through commenting on Way of the Warrior stuff. He was a Way of the Warrior fan like I was. Excellent. And we would constantly be commenting and, and talking to each other and stuff. And I never even mentioned to him about the show. I don't know how he found us. Huh. Um, I don't know if one of the guys from the show pointed him in the direction or what it was, but, you know, thank you, Ryan, for, for getting on with us and being a part. You know, he interacts with us. John constantly getting updates from the page. Anytime you post something, it's always Ryan's one of the first ones. Yeah. Ryan and Jake. Or Ryan and Jake. Uh, and Rich, you know, which obviously you know. We, we appreciate you. You've been with us since day one. But Ryan, Dempsey, and Jake, you guys have been, been amazing, and we appreciate it a lot. So yes. thank you guys. That's going to wrap it up for episode 26 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. As always, make sure you're going over and liking the Facebook page, following it for any breaking news. We're still working on getting Twitter up and running. It's coming. It's coming. I, I know. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, get on iTunes, guys. Just give us a review. One. Somebody. Anybody. I know you're listening to this right now. Maybe you're listening to it on iTunes. Give us some stars. That's all we want. One click is all you think. One, one click. You can, you can write a shitty review. Just give us five stars. I don't <laughs> care. That's going to wrap it up for us. I'm Jeff Shanahan for David Van Bogelen. We thank you guys as always for listening to the Average Joe's on May show. And we'll see you next week.